With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Josh, Tom, Ryan in the house. Watch your mouth. We're just... uh, we're just vibing here, working. Uh, we've been working on our little little eighty two series project. We got a bunch of stuff happening because, um, yeah, just a lot of uh, just a lot of shits going on, fellas. My goodness, we just, front front office been busy. Um, let's just jump into the news and then uh, you know um, the fans bully Jeff Albert out of a job is what I'm getting at. Um. Yeah, so Jeff Albert has uh, did not re uh, resign his con or renew his contract with us. Uh, Mo said that uh, I believe this is what uh, Mo said he had offered him one, but Albert turned it down, um, wanting to go on to greener pastures. Uh, one of the things that Dickett cited was that uh, Jeff Albert. I don't, I don't think Cardinals Twitter cares, but he does have a public Twitter account. <laughs> and uh, I think he probably saw what everyone thought of him. Um, Mike Maddox brought up uh, just wanting to, you know, the it's just the grind. He's wanting to do something else within the organization. So, and uh, Skip Schumacher. So, uh, Josh, you want to do like a funeral procession for him, right? Yes. So we can. Um, all right. Cue you want to do it like Hunger Games or something? <laughs> I'm just going to say cue the music and rattle off their names. All right. Okay, one, give me one second. Red leather, yellow uh, leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Okay. Here, I'll I'm just ready. find it on YouTube and play it right into the microphone. What do you want? <laughs> you want bagpipes? Is that what yeah, you want? I want bagpipes. Funeral. Like Boston firefighters. Funeral. Bagpipes. <laughs> oh, okay. I got to get my Jameson out so I can... Yeah. Yeah, we got a yeah. Here's Scottish bagpipes funeral song, Amazing Grace. Okay, okay. cool. This yeah. is good. It's not God's not going to copyright strike us, is he? All right, uh, we're doing um, it live. Fuck it, we're doing it live. All right, here we go. Let's crank it up. Josh, would you like to lead the oh. Uh, procession? Oh, I will lead. Hello, here everyone. You go, brother. Welcome, worst fans, to the funeral of careers that are the Cardinals bench coaches. First and foremost, we cannot forget Skip Schumacher. Skip is now going to be a skipper. Life is weird that way. (laughs) Now we have someone we all love and adore and definitely didn't bully. Jeff Albert, hitting coach. And then we have some guy named Brian with some Nordic fucking last name I can't say. He is now going to be reassigned elsewhere in the organization. It is a sad day for Cardinal Nation, and we salute you, man. And Mike Maddox. Oh, yes, and Mike Maddox. He looks like the 
<laughs> the guy we were just talking about. <laughs> He'll be rubbing shoulders in the great beyond. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, up. every every character from uh, the Mike Schilt Twitter account has uh, is no longer a cardinal. Ryan, wow, this is a sad day. Yeah, yeah start I'm happy you. I'm happy you remembered the bullpen coach, but not the fucking pitching coach. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Eversgard or something. Yeah, something like that. Um. I ran some um, numbers. Um, in Jeff Albert's tenure with us, we were 13th in OPS and 10th in WRC+. Um, he was he was all right. That's all I can say. Uh, we had some better years under Mabry at times. Um, I think during Mabry's tenure, um, we were, I think, Top six, top seven. So we regressed a little. So I thought Tom, Maddox. Oh, go ahead. Tom, just to clarify, you said that's cumulative over his cumulative. T- yeah, I just, I just added them together with the tenure. This past season was Albert's, Albert's best as a as our hitting coach in terms. And I think of it really coach. bumped him up because I think when I was looking at it, he was like twenty or below like the past like few seasons. Yeah, I honestly from just. All the vitriol that guy's got, I really expected us to be lower. But, um, you know, who knows? Maybe, you know, people can take this as, you know, uh, this season's a blip. Or maybe it's just his work coming to fruition. Who knows? Um, Maddox, uh, if I remember, we were middle of the road. I want to say it was middle of the road in pitching war, but top 15 Definitely not top ten. I think we're like a maybe we're eleventh or tenth. I think in um, in ERA, um, we were slightly better before Maddox. Um, we can say that they regressed. They you know they didn't do their job. I thought they did. I thought they were fine. Like I'm not gonna you know say they were they were awesome or anything like that. But um, I don't know. We got to the playoffs. I know we didn't have any postseason success, but I'm not sure. How much of that does fall on your pitching and hitting coach? I mean, I you know I understand they form a uh, you know a scouting report, a plan of attack, um, but yeah, I mean I don't know. I mean Maddox, I can probably tell he was probably on the way out when they didn't catch Wayno's mechanic failure that they thought was dead arm, but yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, Tom, did you by chance uh, run the numbers on? How our first base coach is, um, you know, how is he among other first base coaches? <laughs> um, I did. Um, he is top ninety-five percentile in uh, in hog cranking. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep, he leads. He he leads all first base coaches in terms of Debs left. Okay. And he is ninety-eighth percentile. And uh, and Bush and uh, Bush Light drank. Stubby is uh, Stubby is <laughs> he is his perfect first base coach. <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah. he's also the lead leaguer in a you know basically body slamming Pete Alonso. No, I mean he leads in, in the league. No one else. Yep. Can touch him. Yep. So yeah. Um, no one has seen Pete go to the ground like that since. September 11th, 2001, when he took two towers to the ground. <laughs> and then 
and then use Saudi Arabians to frame Iraq and Afghanistan. <laughs> it was the last time, last time Pete Alonso went to the ground on anything. So, Pete Alonso, World Trade Center Pete, Ground Zero Alonso. That's what we're gonna. Our goal, our goal is this makes news one day, and uh, we and Pete Alonso has to address it, and we have to apologize for it. That's our goal. <laughs> By no means do we uh, did we intend to hurt Pete Alonso's feelings by speaking the truth of what happened that day. That's right. We're doubling down. You Never can take a billion dollars from Alex Jones. Alex Jones, a great, great man, okay? You're going to take it from other great men like us? Yep. God. Oh, yeah, that's a good time. We need to actually let the fans know we are launching our own line of supplements for the, for the bros. Yeah. It's kind of similar um, to Crow Milk, um, if you're familiar yeah. with that. Um, but They're trying to put us out of business. Yeah. And uh, you cannot use your crumble points for this one. You actually have to use USD, some good old American dollars. Yeah, but you have to ship it to the Virgin Islands. Yeah. And then we'll it has to go you. there. Well, actually, the shipping to the Virgin Islands, I think you can pay with crumble coin. No? You can pay with Ver- it? Yes. Yeah, you can pay okay. with it in the, right. in the Virgin Islands. Yeah. Um. Apparently, I mean, we have to ship it there uh, and then uh, ship it through um, various ports in the southern United States because apparently it violates some kind of international law or some bullshit. I don't know. Um, laws laws are dumb, folks. They're just rules. Did you ever follow the rules in school? If you did, look where you're at now, working a 9-to-5 job. If you didn't follow the rules, you're probably doing meth and getting pussy. And honestly, that's not a bad life to live, Okay. Every day is a new high for you. Every day is jubilation, okay? Every day there's a new mouth, whether it's yours or someone you know closely. So what we're shipping you is not supplements, it's meth. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) this is an advertisement. We are pro-meth. We're pro a lot of bad things. Well, surprisingly, the U.S. government's cool with us shipping in the meth, but they don't like that we cut it with, like, dusted up bones of monkeys, you know. Yeah, no, they're That's the issue, the monkey dust. I don't get it. Oh, yeah, small disclaimer. Um, We can only sell this to black people. This is why it's the U.S. (laughs) government has given us the backing. Um... If you're white, just do um, just do other drugs. But we can only do the, give these drugs to black people. Yeah. Um, if we notice this, your zip code is in like an affluent area, no, sorry, not going there. Yep. Yep. Uh, this is called Operation uh, Reaganomics. Is what we're doing. Um, I don't know. I don't know. CIA is just up to some weird shit. Uh, I think we're getting the money. That's all that matters. And uh, you're getting the meth. Um, you know, I say it's so I say it's a win-win. I can't think of anything historically where, you know, the government gave black people drugs and anything bad happened. Can you guys? Nah. Not at all. Okay, yeah. I mean, okay. Well, let's just, you know, let's do it. You can say a lot of things about the US government, but they always paid for drugs. The American government has never fucked up anything. I don't I don't I don't know why people blame everything on the United States, especially in the Western Hemisphere. I know, oh, they just stabilized, uh, you know, uh, Chile. They, 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 supported, they supported dictators in Argentina. I'd be like, those people, they pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. They, the only thing America Im, or imported to their country was, was 
explosive patriotism, okay? We we didn't we didn't train them to have death squads and to kill innocent people or leftists. No. What we taught them was how to defend themselves. And the best way to defend yourself, guys, as we all know, the best defense is cocaine. A good it, no, yeah, a good offense, preferably armed with American-backed military. Anyway, um, yeah, um, we got to talk about baseball again. Um, are you guys sad, Jeff? Is this an indictment of, of the fans, of Jeff Albert's? Like, I want to go because kind of, you, people, you people are assholes. And everyone's like, he is so soft. I'm like, I don't know. I mean... Why can't athletes hate you? You can't just be like, yeah, you make millions of dollars, pussy. You have to deal with this shit. I'm like, I don't. It's like Yankees fans booing Judge. And then people are like, that's kind of fucked up. They're like, he can take it. He doesn't have to like it. No. I I think it's, I mean, Cardinals fans got what they wanted. Like, I think it's a, it's admirable. I like, it's like, not admirable, but like, um. People are happy on both sides of this, I would imagine. I imagine the uh, Cardinals organization wanted him out, too, and it was just an easy part to just be like, ah, don't be mean to our players. We're the best fans in baseball. I guess. Don't don't do that. we got to say nice things. But I thought Albert was, like, the main contention for us why we didn't retain Schilt, though. So I thought Albert... I thought Jeff Albert had um, ha- had had most support. I thought he had front office support. So it sounds like he did if he was offered a contract. You know. Yeah, that's what Mo said, and I guess. Um, but I, you know, I think that becomes more got, like they sunk a lot of money into implementing like his like I guess theory or practice all throughout philosophy. the philosophy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know if it's a huge failure or success. I just think it is what it is. It's just fine. But like, yeah. I mean, has any players left Albert's system and have achieved success? I mean, Matt Carpenter said he regretted not following it and being uh, and not being open to it. Um, anytime people bring up like rookies, I'm like, I Albert didn't really have any fucking hand in, you know, the 20 at bats he got to see out of Adolis Garcia or Randy or Rosarena. Yeah. And yeah, people always point to like people who left and just like skyrocketed, but that's nobody's done that. That's a myth. That player does not exist. Well, yeah, that that if anything it falls on front office shoulders, right? So I think I mean, if this team just they were a top five offense this past year. If they somehow surpass that, then maybe. But I mean, he could take credit for guys like you know our rookies. I mean, they came up and he had them achieve or maintain a level of success that I think is incredibly impressive for players getting their first taste of big league action. Brendan Donovan stayed the whole year. Gorman almost stayed the whole year. Wouldn't Donovan be like- effective? A testimony to how, like, Jeff Albert's system, he saw a lot of pitches yeah. and capitalized on the ones that were in his hot zone. Like, that was, that's just the whole, it seemed like the whole strategy was Donovan take strikes, see at least four pitches, and mm-hmm. then go from there. Donovan 
was I think the has like the perfect pedigree for uh, for Albert's system too. But I don't want to rest that on like everyone saying like he was an elite hitter in the minors. Like no, he was good. But like when you look at Donnie's like stats in the minors, what he always maintained is very good on base percentage and a pretty adequate batting average. But he had a very high contact ratio. Is what it is. So he's a guy who has you know he's got a three seventy three eighty minor league on base percentage with a low strikeout amount. So okay. Um, it has the capabilities of getting on base by any means, and he's going to not um, waste an out at the plate. Um, we could say, you know, Donnie was a superstar, but, I mean, who? he wasn't even on, like, top prospects list within the organization, for Christ's sakes. You know, he, yeah. you know, a lot. obviously a lot of this, we, this is Donovan. Donovan got here because he's Brendan Donovan. But he maintained... Being in the big leagues, racked up very good stats, and is on track to win some hardware. And you know, honestly, if uh, Spencer Strider and Michael Harris didn't play a full season this season, that uh, Brendan Donovan's probably your front runner for the NL Rookie of the Year. So, um, I would say though, it falls into because he is able to maintain and stay a whole season. That Donovan's approach definitely worked with, or sorry, that Albert's approach definitely worked with Donovan though. I, I hope Jeff Albert yelled that at Mo when he was leaving. I gave you Brendan Donovan. Like that was. I gave you Donnie Bats. <laughs> and he has a bat. He breaks shit on the way out. It's like fuck yeah. Bill Dewitt. <laughs> so they have to have Jeff Albert killed. Wait, now that Jeff Albert's gone, is Donovan the only long-haired now? Bader's gone, and. Ooh, I like how you say long hair like they're a race. The long- <laughs> Those goddamn long hairs moving in, driving down the real estate value. God almighty, what will they do next? <laughs> Fucking Brendan Donovan, that long haired, he took Paul, him and Tommy Edmond, uh, don't get me started on him. They took a great, a great red-blooded white American job in Paul DeYoung. <laughs> Paul DeYoung has long hair next year. Like, yeah, he, he, like. His, yeah, he, he enters his Khalil Green phase, of her, Khalil Green arc of his career. So, um, I don't know. What do you think, Josh? You happy? Sad? Uh, you know, I was frustrated with the offense for a lot of years, and it's hard because Albert's been in the control seat for a while. But then again, yeah. I'm like, well, that might take a few years to develop in the first place. Like, you know, and also mm-hmm. getting players to just buy in. And, the, you know, that doesn't happen overnight. So it's hard for me to say, seeing it's how good our offense was this year. But Yeah, um, Goldie struggled his first year under, was it under our system or was he still under Mabry? Yeah, it was under our system, right? 2019? Yeah. And then, so, yeah. And then he took off in 2020. Um Nolan struggled his first year, and then he had his best year of his his best season of his career this past season. So I don't know. Uh, best of luck to you, Jeff Albert. Unless you're a Nazi or some shit, then I hope you don't get a job again. But I think I don't know. I the fan base always finds a a punching bag, right? You know, whether it's Albert, Paul DeYoung, Maddox. I mean, now um, the full force is going to go right into Paul DeYoung. 
Like people oh, yeah. to throw bricks at Paul DeYoung until he uh, is... Keep in mind I counted. They they I've count I've counted the I've counted the hate remarks Nick is like he they had they I, they've always they always have enough for Paul DeYoung. I don't think it could get any I don't think it can get any worse for him. I'm just imagining him and Steve Bartman having like the same fucking safe house in Florida, just walking in and being like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I know you. Yeah, what's up? That would be interesting. That that poor guy. I find like the people saying that, you know, athletes are babies about like you know, and Aaron Judge, I'm not saying Aaron Judge was like public about it, but a lot of they had like that report coming out that the Yankees were like, Man, this really fucking sucked playing here against the Astros. And you know, Albert being like, Man, these fans are kind of dickish. Like hey, I get it, you know, you're making a million dollars, but part of me is like, I you know, what's you know, saying fuck Jeff Albert, like, I don't I don't know, man. Like it's just constant. I think there's like way too many things outside of it. And I find that the people who complain about them being soft are like the same people that retweet like horrific head injuries in football and be like, This game is pussified. Take me back to the old days. <laughs> I, and you had to wheel a guy out in a wheelchair. I agree a little bit, but it's not like people were booing him and throwing things at the stadium. Like at least that no, yeah. The thing with um like Judge being booed in a playoff game in Yankee Stadium, that's like, yeah, sorry. Like he has every reason to leave. Jeff Albert reading tweets, it's like you just don't have to read those. Like you do that's not. a little yeah, bit of like like being a that's a, it's like narcissistic if you're like taking like you're reading Twitter, reading tweets about yourself and taking those internally when people are just yeah. saying well, it's garbage like, out. Like Ricky yeah. Gervais and J.K. Rowling will name search themselves. But yeah. if he has a public Twitter, you know people were fucking DMing him or tagging him and shit. <laughs> well, those people are fucked up. Like, if that's yeah. the case. Like that's... You fucking suck. You fucking suck. <laughs> can, I get a, can I get an autograph, though? Okay, could you get me some tickets to the game? Yeah, then we'll back up. You're kind of cool, though. You know, fucking hippie. For a hippie liberal. But... Did I don't you know. Find um, out, uh, Jeff Albert donated to anybody's campaign. Did you look him up? No, I didn't. Nope, I couldn't find anything he said or donated to. So. Jeff, Al- Jeff Albert is apolitical. He uh... a political bastard. He's a, I bet he's yeah. a big like. Andrew no, he's fan. from Louisiana. I assume he's uh, got a little red. A little no, red. no, 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 no. Wait, hold on. Who is that Louisiana? Senator that pissed off a uh, FDR, Louisiana Congress man, FDR. I bet he was. I bet he supported one of these guys, Huey Long. I bet Jeff Albert is a Huey Long fan. Is what it is. Um, Skip went to the Marlins. Good for him. Um, Skip's been kind of in line to get a get a head coaching position. He's now the second hottest manager in all of baseball. So good for good for Skip. who's who's the hottest? Let me Jim take a Lee. guess. Dusty. Tito Francona, <laughs> Dusty Baker, Woo! Augusty Dusty. It was Dusty La Russa, Pro- but it's you know he, uh, <laughs> he's gone. I like 
like a man with liver spots. Oh, boy. <laughs> I like a man that is uh, 20 years past his expiration date. Uh, <laughs> fucking. Krusty du- Dusty might get his fucking, uh, he might finally get his ring this year. Nah. So, this is good for him. They, uh, they released the umpiring crew. Um, and as a guy who studies the uh, studies the blade, they actually did a pretty good job getting top guys in. They only had two guys that uh, they had one guy who was bottom third, another guy in the middle, and everyone else was top uh, quarter. They even um, they even got the number one guy Pat Hoberg to do it. So we'll actually have a pretty well called World Series. Knock on wood. Um, hmm. Yeah. Oh, a press conference. Mo had a press conference. Guys, what has come from this press conference? This important press conference. What's the things that they're moving the team to Oklahoma City? That is a tragedy. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, sorry, folks. Um, We're uh, we're going to be the Oklahoma City Bombers, is what it is. uh oh hold on i'm getting word that that name is inappropriate and that pete alonzo also blew up the murrah building in oklahoma city man someone needs to bring this guy to justice god damn it and there's also i mean it's the bombers because you know he didn't act alone it's multiple people you know were involved yeah that's why it's a plural bombers Brandon he had help with Brandon Nemo. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. Nick, when, uh, I don't know who said Nemo to the cards, but Nick was having a conniption fit. That guy was in the group chat. His, head out, his brain's out. <laughs> yeah, he just posted a meme of a guy committing a fucking suicide. One of that matches that. It was the, um, well, okay, here's what they were talking about. They were talking about we needed consistency. They're like, they're, we're going to trade, like, they were talking about how we're going to trade Tyler O'Neill and we're going to get Brandon Nimmo for consistency. Brandon Nimmo's had like no. one season where he played a full Didn't get season. hurt. Yeah. yeah like was how, like how, how is that an upgrade no. from Tyler O'Neill's unavailability? It was asinine, but... Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think like trade pieces. Like, So Moe's plan is that definitely had a catcher. Um, we kind of made fun of... One uh, I made fun of, we kind of briefly touched about Correa, um, but like, well, it would be awesome to have like a big free agent like him, or is Trey Turner free agent this year? Yeah, yeah. Xander Bogarts like, is also like a free we're kind of. I think we're kind of good at short and second with Donnie and Edmund. Like, like it ain't Actually, pressing, no you know. Yeah, like it ain't. Pre- it, we have winning Gorman, so like. It's not pressing to fill that position. The position that I think that needs to be filled is catching and probably some outfield help. I mean, you could sign one of those boppers and, uh, you know, move Tommy or Donnie to, uh, you know, the super utility role that would make certain sects of our fandom happy because why the fuck do you need Paul the Young anymore? You don't need him as a defensive replacement. Just give him the boot at that point. So, um, but like you'd have to sign one of these guys long term, and I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too hot on that. I think you shoot. I think you shoot your wad at the catching position. Is what I think. And 
Yeah, I think you can get more. I don't think it'll cost as much money to get, like, a Wilson Contreras. Yeah. And we could get a pitcher and possibly, like, I don't know, guy we won last year, Jock Peterson. Like, you could get three and kind of lengthen. Dickerson, is Dickerson off the books after this yeah. year? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you could take one of the superstar shortstops and make him a DH. That works for Bogarts, who's not very strong defensively. Um, I want. I I really want them to bring back you. Like, I mean, I like that. Trusted him or that first game. Like, he's mm-hmm. a dog. He he's a John Lackey type. He's he got be a bruiser in the playoffs. Doctor Ryan's in the house. He has his X-rays. What what did you see in uh, Q's X-rays? In Q's X-rays, I saw yeah. um a bunch of. Um, mashed potatoes. No, he doesn't have a mashed potatoes. Oh. Um, He's got the spud in him. <laughs> yeah. He's got that no, poke. I think if we brought back Q, that would be a great rotation to win 98 games. But we don't be have a solid Zach, rotation, yeah. We don't have the Zach Wheeler, Nolan, or, um, Aaron Nola, like, like guys who throw gas and... I would like us to see. Uh, I would like to see us spend a, a lot of money getting a starting pitcher and a catcher. Catcher is number one on my list, and then a, then a high quality starter. And if not that, you know, a left handed power bat. I I do agree with uh, Mo's assessment there. Or like outfield death uh, to to a degree. I mean. <laughs> Let's be honest, our outfield fucking sucked offensively. <laughs> I, O'Neal regresses further, or you know, even if he slightly improves, I mean, you know, maybe he's probably not replicating that near MVP season, but who knows? We he we thought we were in his world and living in it. But, you know, Tyler got hurt again. Um, Carlson's gonna play center, but offensively thank God he's young, but it's been a disappointing first two seasons with the bat with him. Well, sorry, this past season. I keep for he had like a seven eighty OPS his first season. I really shouldn't rag on that. That's good. Um like But he was hurt. It just our outfield needs to stop getting hurt. Whatever like we need to make the like the outfield pillow cushioned and so no one can get hurt. <laughs> like it's put, just put pillows on the walls. <laughs> yeah, and just so marshmallows in the outfield so when you land on the ground you don't get hurt and i'm just imagining you doing your bit where it's like hey you know you're asking your son hey son do you want to go to the cardinals game well are are the bases (laughs) bigger and also is the outfield pushing (laughs) (laughs) do the players have water wings out there father do they have the water wings um Newt will get, you know, his shot in right field, and he was good. But, like, I think I the way I see it, any kind of, you know, get some outfield depth, that'd be good. Um, or call up and leave up Burleson, one or the other. But, I mean, if you're going to sign someone, you want to sign someone, I think I can hit from um, left-handed side, you know, maybe a power-hitting right right uh, right fielder can DH and fill in for guys when they're, when they're exhausted. Or, you know, play first base for Goldie. I mean, we forget, you know. There's always Moises, too, next year. Yeah. Moises Alou? You want to bring him out? I think Moises Alou, I think Moises Alou could still hit 95. He would piss all over his hands. I think he can still turn one around. Oh, you mean, uh, you mean our incredible bulk. Yeah. 
Moises. Uh, Gomez, because they're going to have to add Moises him Gomez. to the uh, 40 man unless he, they want Yeah. So. No, nah, we don't. He had too good of a season there. Um, the entire minor leagues and homers. And Dude's a hoss. After he got promoted, too. So, I don't know anything about him. I need to read about this guy. This is... Here's here's the big questions when it comes to what we're looking at. Um, in terms of free agent catchers, it to me will come down to um, you know if we knew if they were implementing the automated ball strike, I say you just immediately grab Wilson Contreras, right? Because at that point you don't need to worry about defense that much. Just catching, just catches the ball. You don't need to worry about stealing strikes with pitch framing. Um, at that point, I, I think you just get a fucking slugger and then a guy with a strong-ass arm. But they have – the challenge system's doing really well down in Arizona Fall League. They've test-run that. I think they're probably going to go with that. So you still have a need for pitch framing. I mean – Christian Vasquez or Wilson Contreras is what it kind of looks like. In terms of free agents is what I'm getting I mean, Gary Sanchez is available. We like Omar Narvaez, but I don't know. He'd be the bargain. He'd be the bargain, Ben. Right. Is he a free agent or is that a a trade? I think he's a free agent. Is he? Free agent. Yeah. Yeah. I would – my, like – you know, doing all the uh, fantasy GM trades that go through your head. The out-of-the-park baseball. Yeah, I think if you get to trade for Sean Murphy... I would love yes. that, yeah. I think Finally. that would... I think that would make it easier to actually sign, like, a Correa or Xander. It would cost us... Uh, I mean, it would just cost us... Um, prospects and Murphy. Right, but I think if you're signing one of those guys, you're signing them for a long time. Like, so you're like, Mason Wynn becomes... Well, we wouldn't even be signing him. Murphy's still got three more years of control. No, I'm saying if you're signing, like, a Correa or Xander, you can get rid of prospects to trade. Like, it it becomes cheaper to charge, you know, divvying out everyone aside from Walker. Yeah. um, I'm, I'm big on Sean Murphy. Um, I've actually begun doing, you know, my homework early and have done the first, you know, catching and first baseman for, you know, our, our top, our top 10 list for next season. And, um, here I'll tell you, Sean Murphy had a 5.1 war and only two guys were ahead of him. That's Adley Rutschman who will go nowhere and JT Real Muto will also go nowhere. Other than that. I to me I my thing is Sean Murphy or Danny Jansen. The Blue Jays have catching depth. They have two fantastic catchers, but they're more in love with Alejandro Kirk than Danny Jansen. Jansen led all catchers in uh, WRC plus. Um, he led them in uh, I think OP was it OPS as well. Let me look. He was second in OPS behind William Contreras. Like, Jansen, I think, would be a great pickup, or Sean Murphy, think, if we're talking trade. I think if we're going for the, like, we got to have the, uh, you know, pieces to 
Like, Jansen doesn't excite me as much because he only did it one year, and he struggled before that. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, catching's a, a hard position for that. But, like... But Sean Murphy's done it consistently, like, for a few years, so it, it well, shows Danny, me that, like... I mean, Danny doesn't hasn't got a lot of shots, though. And he was pretty effective until, like, he just had, like, I think once one bad year. Like, I would... I mean, they're both the same age, like... I would say Sean Murphy over Danny Jansen. That's so. Let me clarify that. Murphy, you know, is a good hitter for the catching position, and he's an excellent fielder. Uh, if you can't, or the price is too high, you're not that interested in it. You know, give Toronto a call. So they have two great catchers. So that means they got one expendable one. And I would say probably uh, see if you can snipe Jansen. And I guess in my fantasy GM scenario, we've signed an, another. Big bat. If we're trading for a catcher, um, yeah. Well, I mean, because this catcher is going to be cheap. The 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 trading catcher, Sean Murphy, Danny Jensen is going to be a cheap. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Especially with like, uh, yeah, for Murphy with three years of control. I'm trying to think what like big bat we would snipe up. Um, I don't know. Aaron Judge. Bring the St. Louis. No, stop it. You fucking stop. We could be like, the courthouse is right down the street. You can see it from the stadium. He'd fucking kill himself if he if 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 he played here. He'd fucking blow his brains out. Um I don't know. Um The only ones that come to mind and help me out here if I'm missing someone. We don't want Nemo. He looks like he's going Colorado. I'm just saying, mine are the shortstops. Like, I feel like we could be in the actual shortstop game this year if we're trading Yeah, for... we could. If we're trading for a catcher, yeah. I'm just trying to think, like, left-handed bat. I mean, Gallo's available, but for Christ's sakes, like, he's fucking... <laughs> Mitch Haniger, I think, is going to re-sign back with, uh, with the Mariners. Fucking... I think Jarmar's a switch hitter, but he gets hurt. Yeah, Jock's available. He's a free agent. Oh, oh wait, did he resign? Yeah, Jock's free. No, agent. no, 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 no. Um, Bell, Josh Bell is available. Ooh. Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah, That's he can play outfield too. Ooh. And he's, he's a switch hitter, and he's good from both sides. Like he's a and he hits the ball with authority. Yeah, he definitely hits. Yeah. Um, shortstops, we have was it Turner, Correa, Bogarts? I'm missing one big guy. Swanson. Swanson. Tim Anderson? Let me look him up. That'd be interesting. I don't think Anderson has a club option. So He's uh, staying. You can go with either or. I mean, perfect one. I mean, say Correa. He's the youngest, right? Um, but um, either of those guys work. Um, it kind of depends which one you grab, what you're going to do next. Swanson and Correa are phenomenal defenders. Turner is an average defender, and Bogarts is a sub-average one. So if oh, you take... What? What do you got? Alemis Diaz. He's oh, available. God damn you. God damn you. <laughs> He's actually a good hitter, one. believe it or not. <laughs> um, if you take one of the boppers, I think, as shortstop, I think that kind of dictates. Like, It will definitely help formulate what, what you're going to do at DH and what you're going to put in the field. I mean, I think if you take Bogarts, you make him like a DH is what it is. Um, he has a good history of staying healthy, if I remember. 
um, and he mashes. So, you know, 20 home run guy hitting 280, 290. Um, he'll definitely be, you know, he'd be an aggressive guy and put ahead in the lineup. I think you DH a guy like him, though, and let Donnie and, uh, and Edmund play the field. But that would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, looks like Ben Intendi is a free agent, too, unrestricted. Uh, ben Intendi. Yeah, for depth, I could. Yeah, he's left-handed too, if I remember too, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, I mean, you have like those big names, but none, nothing else that kind of jumps up. The only other guy I think is if like Kiermaier isn't picked up by the Rays, but he has like a super contract, so he's also very injury prone as well. Um, trying to think, DH wise, that nah, ain't much. Here, I found a page with, like, starting pitchers. And it's Whoa. not looking too good on there. You have, like, club options and uh, player options. I, think I mean, Rodon DeGrom's would be the... Available. DeGrom is if he opts out. It says he can't opt out. Um, but, you know, 35-year-old pitcher has been hurt the last two years. Do you want to pay $40 million to Jacob DeGrom for, uh, you know... I think, I mean, I think you saw Max Ten excellent starts. <laughs> yeah, but I think he just saw Max Scherzer get 43, and he's like, I could make 10 more million. Like, Yeah. Cindergaard will be a free agent as well. What I should do is take this and go on old baseball savant and uh, do some do some weaponized odds on which guy will uh, will be the best pick up there. I, I wouldn't mind, like, Cindergaard. Andrew Heaney seemed to have, like, refined himself in L.A., so maybe he has his shit figured out. So that'd be a nice gamble. Yeah, Shamanaya, Martin Perez, who posted some posted better strikeout numbers and great ERA. Um, and these are guys that you just kind of take for, you know, kind of bargaining. Jamison Tyone, so maybe worth it. Uh, and Mitch Tywin Hill, Walker. Ooh. No, stop 42. it. We are not we're not gonna be a we are not gonna be a fucking meme team. I don't know. <laughs> if um, anything, be- though, if none of these guys opt out, though, I mean, pitching might become the one where we trade for them. So. Yeah, I'm looking at 2024 just to see if there's any, like, good one-year trade options. And yeah. Just some guy who's not worth it um, by the name of Shohei Otani. Ooh, uh, yeah, he definitely doesn't check too. off doesn't check off any of the boxes for us like um you know starting pitchers an ace and a left-handed power bat i think that guy's a little overrated if you're asking me yeah not worth the price of admission no um (laughs) what wait were there any other announcements we need to like from the press conference i we dove right into the uh oh the big thing is is the payroll's increasing um, yeah. We were at 170. The next team above us was the Braves at about 210, 220. Um, but uh, Mo stated the obvious, which is um, they made a lot of money this past season, believe it or not. I think they always do, and I think the payroll should could with the Cardinals could honestly be near $300 million and then wouldn't affect anything. Um, it was really funny from the press conference when Mo stood up and then just like changed, just started pouring out of his pockets. And he yeah, he's like, oh god, money. He just was shoving money into his coat, <laughs> and he was shoving money into yeah. his pockets. And before that, he said, uh, "This organization is dead, flat, broke. We may have to, 
we may have to, we may have to lay you guys off. We may have to lay lay the players off and the concession workers off, and we may have to uh, we may have to uh, lease out Bush Stadium to anyone for the highest bidder. And then all those coins f- fell out, along with the uh, torn up sha- uh, torn up tattered pieces of uh, uh, a paper from from uh, from little boys' dreams as they wrote to, to Santa Claus. Please, can I just have enough money for my rent? So, along with coal, also a bunch of coal fell out too. So you know, yeah. Robert Barron, the devil, one or the other. So, actually, is that anti-Semitic? Is it anti-Semitic? We say a bunch of change falls out. Um, I Michael, didn't think of it that way. That was not my intention. Hold on, hold on. Let's revise it. Let's revise it. Uh, Mo stands up, leaves the room like normal, but Michael Gersh is there. Is Michael Gersh Jewish? Bill DeWitt is there after Mo and Michael Gersh leave. <laughs> Bill DeWitt stands up and a shit ton of coins start pouring out of his every orifice of his body. His sons are there too. Coins start shooting out of their eyes, their ears. They burst open like a like a torn like a torn apart like say, chew toy. You eat you're gonna eat Arby's, you fat fucks! You're gonna, you're gonna shut it down it. your fucking throats. From this day on, we are at war with Lion's Choice. <laughs> and then they start sending munitions to the Russian army. Ooh, not good. Oh, oof. Oof, you know what ow. the big uh, announcement that I thought was most interesting from yesterday was? Yeah. That, you know, when um, Jeff Albert decided to put in his, uh, you know, his notice that he wasn't, you know, going to be returning next year, um, Randy Flores was so upset he kind of did the Rudy thing where he ceremoniously went up there and peeled off his soul patch and put it on the desk and said, <laughs> this is for Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and he did, it doesn't like just come off like it's like Velcro, like f- flesh and blood come off. You can see the, <laughs> see the root sticking through the skin. You can hear like a horrible tearing sound as the skin separates from down, his chin. His and he, and he locks eyes with the people in front of him and he doesn't, he doesn't motion anything. He doesn't, doesn't give any hint that he's in pain. He just slowly rips his soul patch off from his yeah. chin, slam it with a fucking wet thwap, and blood like fucking hits Ben Hokeman or Derek Gould in the front row. And he's like, this, this, and he's like, this is for Jeff Albert. And then he gets in a fucking muscle car and said, the, uh, Albert, Jeff Albert's F, F is for family. And he drives off, and Jeff Albert becomes Paul Walker and dies. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I was worried that like Scott Spezio was going to show up, and they're like, "No, Scott, that's your one. That, that, that's your one personality. Please, it'll, no. You crazy son of a bitch! It'll kill you. <laughs> what are they going to give you in the hospital? Morphine? No. <laughs> and he rips his soul patch off. His human heart comes out of it. <laughs> we warned you, Calibar, Calibar. You see him just age. <laughs> He rips it off. He uh, yeah. He he he, he ages. Our like boss. Uh, years, uh, Thirty seconds. Oh yeah. Er- <laughs> <laughs> Al Boski rips off his fumi. Yeah, he rips off his fumi. Everyone just goes up, starts ripping off their facial hair, <laughs> and slapping it on the pot. To where it looks like it's a fucking used rug collection. And like, 
become mm-hmm. and it becomes the infamous day of the rug is what it's called. It's called some people in the press label it as Bill DeWitt's rug sale is what they call it. They call it Mozilliac's carpeting. <laughs> All these soul patches and Fu Manchus and beards. Oh wait, but not to be outdone. Lance Berkman comes up and then testifies and gives his testimony and tells us that trans people are the real enemy. And then, <laughs> and then rips his beard. And then he do, does eventually rip his beard off and put it on there. So. And then oh, they just man. put all the all the collective beards on Jimmy the Cat Hayes. So he's got like a big... Like a Jimmy, you're looking like one of my <laughs> ugly ass kids out there, just a grisly abomination. <laughs> okay, like one okay. of those like Saudi Arabian warlocks up in the mountains, <laughs> just with like long, <laughs> that long ass Hagrid type beard. Fucking looks like uh, James Earl Jones and Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> yeah, exactly, precisely. Hell yeah, bro- <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, dudes, hell yeah, brother. Anyway, there is baseball to still talk about. Um, yeah. We're going to have a big-ass payroll. We re-sign Wayno to another one-year, 17.5 mil deal with some incentives. Uh, it looks like we're deferring a um, million dollars for the next 10 years. Um, from what I think it was Jeff Jones reported once, um, Wayno is retiring after this season. Um once uh, that falls off, he says we're going to have a further $60 million in payroll, which means we can also splurge in 2024, which means we might get, well, I mean, I don't know if might get, but, you know, it'd be We're cool. getting a pool? We're getting a pool. We're going to get a pool and buy a pool. I mean, the kind of pool that does, uh, that's perfect for, uh, how would I put it? Perfect for diving and leisure, okay? One might say he's good at both positions, at both ends of the pool. And uh, also, it's incredibly Japanese. Uh, I'm talking Shohei Otani. So, that's what we're going to get. That'd be great. Koi That'd pie. be awesome. So, yeah, Koi Pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What I'm do you guys at, think the, um, the, like, our... What are we gonna bump the payroll up to? Because it was at like what one fifty this year. Said they said right? one seventy is what we finished at. I'm thinking probably one eighty five, one ninety. Uh, from what I read, uh, they were gonna keep it under two hundred. Like yeah. just fucking, just and fucking just, go over two hundred. Just go over two hundred. Just do it. They're probably gonna give themselves some room. Yeah, we have eleven players for arbitration upcoming, but um, I, I don't. Think we're gonna have to shell out too much for that? None of them played, <laughs> right? Like, what are we gonna give Flaherty here? Um, here, uh, let me. Did s- you guys see that? Uh, Wayne was like, I don't want none of the fanfare. I just want to go out on my own terms and my Wranglers. And <laughs> I, if I, if I, a beer in one hand. If I so much as get a fucking golf bag, I will burn this stadium to the fucking ground. <laughs> I will leave no survivors. Player. You know what I would like? Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of talk on there about the police, and whenever I see people say A cab, all I can think is, yeah, hell yeah, A cab. That's what I want. A cold ass <laughs> beer. Give it to me. 
a cold ass beer a cab. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Um I hope he gets to two hundred. Um that's the thing I've been following with him. Um What's he at now? One I wanna say one ninety five. He needs to win fifteen to hit two ten and then he'll be second behind Bob Gibson. I think he's chasing Jesse Haynes. Let me look. Who's second on this shitty fucking franchise? <laughs> Fuck the Cardinals. They suck so bad. I should have fucking been a Phillies fan. Jesse Haynes has 210 wins. Yep. So if he gets 211, he's all alone in second. If he gets 210, he ties Hall of Famer Jesse Haynes. Um, it will require a 15-win season, and Wayno was the plagued by untimely uh, lack of run support this past season because he pitched way better than his 11-12 and 12 record. Um, if he wins 15, 16 games, he got it. But very least, I just hope he's healthy. It'd be nice if he can get um, five wins and uh, hit 200. Not a lot of guys with uh, these days that hit 200 wins with over 2,000 strikeouts. So... He'll oh, break. You're really selfish. You know, you just want him to perform on a diamond, but you don't even think about, you know, I want him to grow closer to God this season. No, nah, he's I close him, enough. He's six seven. I want him to develop his relationship with the Lord and for no. him to deepen and strengthen his faith. And um, I want him to hang out with his family even more. Like, if he got to hang out with his family. And <laughs> yeah, family time. What, how many kids does he have? 27? Is that what yeah. he's at? Um, you know how many he fucking has 28. board he has, games he has to have for Monopoly? They, there's just not enough play, play money with him and his family. Guys, game night hold takes up. seven hours. Fellas, it's ridiculous. Fellas, fellas, have we not always been a dude's rocking podcast? You know, sometimes it's not time I forget that. Yeah, you're right, Ryan. We all. I think we've. Something today. We've gotten away from our origins. We've gotten what I'm saying, boys. We've gotten away from our roots. And what's more, dudes rocking than getting away from the family to play a a a ball game with the boys, right? I'd rather have pitches than bitches. You know what I'm saying, fellas. Tom Brady's life is in the toilet, but I tell you what, he's rocking with the dudes in Tampa. Actually, he's not. He's having like a terrible season. They're real bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Shh, shh, shh. Our roots. Shh, get back to our roots. Could you? I, <laughs> our roots. Watch uh, our favorite movie, Walk Hard. Um, I imagine. I imagine. Adam Wainwright's wife. As um, as his wife with like the when she has to go yeah. like a million kids and she's like give it up, Dewey. <laughs> Wado's on the phone with her, going for two hundred. She's like, all right, all right, yeah, you're not gonna make it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I'm doing pretty good right now as a Cardinals pitcher with eight babies. <laughs> Or fourteen year old with a baby. <laughs> I actually he had retires a... into the season. He's just meeting kids he's never met before. Yeah, he's like... playing catch. <laughs> he has a monkey and named I Miles. Be home every time you have a baby, I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna miss some births. I'm gonna, yep. miss, I'm gonna miss some baptisms. 
<laughs> you cheated on me, Dewey. Is that what this is about? <laughs> yeah. Play with the monkey. Uh, that'd be great to hear Wayno say, like, you can take my children, but you leave me my monkey. <laughs> Speaking of that movie, Ooh. I really confused my coworker yesterday because... I like I I keep dropping these little breadcrumbs that I'm just a fucking crazy person. And so like I was going out <laughs> to load up my car with a bunch of shit because we had a boat docking today. And I'm walking out. She's just like, "Okay, bye." And I was like, "Never gonna make it." <laughs> just like little shit like that. Like no one gets. And yeah, I'm a crazy person. I'm pretty sure my boss thinks I'm nuts. Yeah, you're never gonna make it. And then you know. I'll be at my fucking email, and I'll get something like, hey, um, the boat docking got canceled. And I'm like, wrong kid died. <laughs> <laughs> wrong kid died, god damn it. Yo, god damn it. Kills, boy. <laughs> Yo, the vertigo, it won in the end. <laughs> she was dancing to your music, Adam Wainwright. <laughs> she was listening to how you mentally prepare for a start against the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> and she tripped and fa- <laughs> she tripped and failed. <laughs> Radio. <laughs> yes, John Rooney was the last thing she heard. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Don Rooney have it for you in the eighth. Uh, I'm gay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, what else is going on, baseball news wise, fellas? We. Wayno's resigning. World yeah. Series predictions? Did we do that last week? If the Phillies win one, they're going to win in seven. This either ends in a four-zero sweep. Or Phillies in seven. No, nothing else. If the Astros are up three nothing and the Phillies win game four, the Phillies are going to win it in seven. If the Phillies are up three games to none, they're going to drop three straight and then win it in seven. So I just think both um, teams are going to have fun. Gonna yeah, they're going to have fun. <laughs> just getting the getting the boys together, some dudes rocking. Yep. So. You know, I don't think the Astros ain't. have fun. I think they they're just machines. They're baseball machines. They just go out there and they do it. Ball is life. So this is just another one. Could, this is just another October to them. Uh, as much as I hate the Astros, um, I mean, you know, if they win, it'd be cool for Dusty Baker to finally. Finally, get that ring at the ripe old age of the set crusty dust, good old busty dusty at the ripe old age of 108. Finally, winning that world series. Vintage dusty, you know, chopping it up with the ump in the middle of the game, just like going in, going in. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great for the. I hope it for the fans. I hope uh, he gets mad and just starts screaming "fuck you, Tony." And uh, there's like, what? He's like, fuck you, Tony. Like, he just, he just, his old age gets the best of him. He just mistakes whoever he's mad at as Tony LaRusso. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> he's fuck like you, the Tony. Boy, like, sees, like, the, the coach from oh. Waterboy. <laughs> he has, like, Vietnam flashbacks when he sees a guy that kind of resembles Jason LaRue. He's like, oh, oh, <laughs> just plays in slow motion, a Quato kicking him in the head. Oh, <laughs> 
Yeah, he just said, <laughs> oh, the temptation. He just flashbacks to that fateful day where Mark McGuire's using his big arms to pull the pile apart, Scott Rowland screaming at Chris Carpenter, and then, like, a, a Vietnamese child on fire. And then it goes back to, like, Jason Rue getting kicked in the head. Dusty's just back there in the jungle just having a Vietnam flashback. <laughs> 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 I love it. What a game. What a game. What a game. This the grass, the, the smell of the air, the crispness. The yeah. crisp taste of pussy. The smell of warm garbage in a nice summer's day. The lingering yes. thought that we all are dust and we will go per- back into the earth. It'll all be nice. That's- and the only thing standing between us and climate destruction is people gluing their hands to a Monet painting. That's what it is. <laughs> I don't I don't know how I feel about that. I think it's fine. I don't know. Like there's a climate activist who literally set himself on fire in front of like the White House and like didn't even make national news. So if throwing soup on a fucking covered Van Gogh painting does it, sure. I think they should take CEOs of these oil companies schmoshtage, if you know what I mean. Um, but, you know, yeah, throw whatever. gets. I don't know. Does, does climate change even need any more pl- publicity? Like, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I have come to the the thought that it's, we're all gonna die soon anyway. So let's just enjoy the ride, man. Let's just yeah, dude. Let's get some head. Let's drink yeah, some man. beers. Let's fucking hang out, us drink dudes. Some Diet Coke. It's poison, but who cares? We'll be yeah, we'll dude. Be dead in thirty years. Yeah. yeah, man. Who fucking? You can't fucking you aspartame ca- me. Am I right, boys? <laughs> 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 I almost called you an F slur for that one. Oh my god! I, <laughs> I almost, I almost let one rip on you for that. One. <laughs> oh man, just vibe, just vibe checks. Yep. Um, oh, we can joke about uh, what have what have we found so far in our research for the '82 World Series season? Let's not, right? Let's not spoil right. it. I don't know. I want the you know. Yeah, you think it's spoiling it? I don't know. I mean, we haven't even like we found a lot of great things. Murder, you know, we're gonna hear a lot about murder. Yeah, folks, you didn't know this, but uh, Whitey Herzog killed a lot of people. Well, and that's uh, all we're gonna say. A lot of people died for this team. About 1982, and uh, Uh that is that uh, Argentina invaded the Falkland Islands and uh, Malvinas. Um, mm-hmm. Also, um, Tylenol capsules laced with potassium cyanide killed seven in Chicago. And that was 82? It was. Wow. It was 82, um, yeah. And the Mary Rose, the flagship of uh, Henry VIII of England, is raised in uh, Solon. So, yeah. a lot going that's on. Also when, a lot uh, to unpack there. That's also when Ronald Reagan released uh, AIDS on the gay population of America, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we as got well as crack. memorial that that year. Um, yeah. That's cool. They also uh, released crack onto uh, onto the black population. 
So we lied at the beginning, folks. That this did happen before. So we have Chekhov's Chekhov's drug abuse is what we've we've done. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's coming along. We've added more pages to it. We've been having fun. Y'all should, if you listen to this pod, you should get a newspapers.com subscription. They're not paying us to say this. But it's just fun to read how people talk shit on each other back in the day. Because they wouldn't do it on Twitter. They would take out like a fucking article in a newspaper. Or say something fucking crazy to a reporter. And he'd be like, I gotta put that in. <laughs> and you get crazy shit. So, I don't know. It's been good. We're coming up on episode 100. <laughs> What what we imagine Twitter in the '80s, where everyone was on lead, like there's lead, <laughs> lead cars. How, <laughs> yeah, how Quay, crazy Quay, would have things at Twitter been in the '80s? Just... Oh Christ, Quay, Quaaludes and lead. Oh my God, that if we write a book. That's the name of the book, right there. Quaaludes and lead. Imagine. Uh, <laughs> we would have gone to war. That's no fucking shit. If we had Twitter back then, we'd call, we'd keep, we would have gone to war. We would have killed, the world would have ended in nuclear holocaust, which is, I think, like the end goal of Twitter. I think that's what's happening now. I don't think it is. Right? <laughs> I think, well, yeah, because, because of Twitter. I blame Twitter. I don't blame authoritarianism. I don't blame... Uh, historical like conflict or yeah i blame twitter it is elon musk bought twitter and he's hurtling us toward toward doom is what he is so that way he can go colonize mars and turn it into the world's largest uh, tesla factory that's what he's doing so i hate that guy did you he see like his dumbass joke with the sink today what is it let that sink in is what he does and he carried a sink in the Twitter headquarters, like Yes. He does that shit and his fans gobble it up like like fucking hungry little goslings is what they are. Because they'll post various uh iterations of, of that of those puns. They're yeah. like, let that sink in or you know, or here, well, let's just find another one. Because they're gay. What did the Buffalo I feel say like, to his son when he left for college? Oh, oh, oh. It's worse. You're never going to guess it. Josh, it's so much worse than that. I feel like anyone who's like, I'm an Elon Musk fan, I, you should you should have legal right to give him a wedgie. Like, I, I feel like you should have that. I feel like you should be federally protected to assault someone like that. Or at least like, a swirly. I think Elon Musk has uh, good ideas, and he is, uh, he is, he he's... Uh, important, important man in our times. Like I, I'm fucking, I'm gonna take a huge Taco Bell shit and then I'm gonna dunk your head into it and flush it. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. He sucks so hard. Uh, oh yeah, here it is. Entering Twitter HQ. Let that sink in. He is so gay. <laughs> he is so gay. Tom, what's a uh, gayer, that or the Philly song? <laughs> the Philly song. Uh, the Philly song is gay in a good way, like eight dudes kissing fourteen dudes. Yeah. But like, Elon Musk is just like lunch table, junior high level. What the fuck did you just say? You're acting gay. That's what he is. Like, I want to beat him up. Like, <laughs> I want to bully him. That's all I want to do. I want to bully him and 
He just sucks. Actually, I don't know. Scratch that. We're going to send all of the hair from Randy Flores is, uh, in the rest of the organization. We're going to send that all to him, and he's just going to use that instead of getting a hair transplant. He's going to be like, oh, buy Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking tank my own stock so that way I can buy it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shitty cars. When I went out to... They have a recall, too. Oh, that... the. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I went to, um, um, when I went to Vegas in March, the guy who picked us up from the airport had a Tesla, and one of my friends was just gushing over it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's just a fucking, it's just, it's just a car with a lot of leather and malfunctioning computers. And it's like, no, it's really cool. And yeah, and then the Uber driver's like, let me show you, like, watch, watch what I can do with the door. And he, it's supposed to open like DeLorean style, and it jammed. It jammed, and he had to open it manually. I'm like, it's because we're too close to the curb. I'm like, no, it's because it's a piece of shit. And <laughs> please get us to the hotel before it catches on fire. I do not want to die in the world's most overrated and expensive toaster. Fuck this thing. <laughs> so, so, I hate it. I hate it! So, Did you see know. where uh, Mark Zuckerberg is losing... Hemorrhaging money basically to try to keep metaverse. Oh no, afloat. really? Yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, the stock, stock crash. Yeah, and yeah. Jim Cramer cried. Oh, sorry, yeah. folks. The baseball thing's done. Welcome to worst fans in CNBC right now. Uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Variety Hour. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm Chris Matthews. Welcome to Hard Balls. <laughs> the show where we tackle politics without any pants. My balls are hard. Just fucking, fucking two gold nuggets down there. Look at these balls. They're fucking stiff. Um, yeah, Meta is falling apart. That's cool. Uh, basically, every stock's down. I was looking at like if I wanted to gamble. Like with some with some savings money again because that worked out so well last time. And I was like, wow, none of these are doing well. The company I work for, uh, let's just say it rhymes with uh, Verizon, has like dropped stock has dropped in value for like over twenty bucks. And let me tell you, it shows this company fucking sucks to work for right now. Holy shit! But um, yeah. Jim Cramer cried because uh, Facebook's ter- doing terrible. Isn't that funny, Ryan? We, we're almost... Musk bought Twitter and is going to lay off everyone. Facebook, or sorry, Meta is hemorrhaging money, so we're almost free. We're almost free from yeah. these billionaires being able to see what kind of dick pics I send to my friends. I can't wait to the day where they come out and they go, you know what, guys, the internet, it was great. It's- but we're done. <laughs> it was a great experiment. <laughs> let's pack it up. It's uh, go back to call, call your mom and let's all, you know, box up your Metal. modem. Their stock dropped by thirty dollars. That's so. Mm, you know, if the internet anymore. does go away, like, how do we put out the podcast? Are we just going to go on like public access TV? <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Oh, dude, <laughs> fucking. Well, I was thinking that or Town Crier, but I really like the idea because you know another great man who um, you know we all worship on this pod, Alex Jones. He got his he cut his teeth in public access. We can follow the yeah. same route. <laughs> oh God. 
We're just on like oh, channel nine at like three AM on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what the world needs. I'm like, uh, dude, you ever thought like what if uh what if Ali Marmal was Chinese? I'd be like, Oh <laughs> Whoa <laughs> The only people watching us are just meth addicts who are like, I think this is baseball. But he keeps screaming the 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 one with glasses is just screaming at the TV. <laughs> what are you watching, honey? I'm watching something that stuck out of all forms of time. They have, they they talk about people as if they are good old boys from the 1950s, but also they have the politics of someone from the 2020s. They they also film and record with the quality of someone who in the post Civil War era. I don't understand what the <laughs> fuck I'm watching. What do you mean? Like, well, like they're kind of racist, but kind of not. They're like they say gay all the time, but I think they might be gay. I don't know. They, well, the one in glasses, they all, honey, they all have glasses. I know, but they all kind of blur and look the same. One of the glassed ones says they have a gay dad. It could be either of them at this point. I don't know. I think the other one with glasses is his gay dad, but we haven't really got to that plot point. The other one says he's an intern with ESPN. I know he's lying. And he's wearing a raptor mask because they don't, they don't want him to see his face. Something about job security with the Fed or some shit. I don't know. Guy Fox we should mask. hint. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Says he might lose his job at the post office if people saw who he really was. But we all know who he really is. He can keep that mask on. He's the biggest monster of the whole podcast. We all know the truth about you, Ryan the Intern. All this is, all these are thoughts are formulating in the minds of meth addicts at three in the fucking morning when we're on public access. It's perfect. So, um, should we fuck anyone tonight? Like, Phillies in seven. That's my call. Bryce Harper's going to hit four home runs in this World Series. I'm going Phillies in six. Phillies in six. I'm going Astros. I hate it. Fuck you! Yep. I can't believe you would stab us. Someone had to do it. Yeah, I know. You would side with Raytheon and not the mighty people. The The mighty warriors that is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Josh thinks the people of Iraq wanted to be free. That's what. Yep, he's that's what it that's is. What he thinks. <laughs> yep. Well, it was he called really did. Operation Iraqi Freedom. You know, of course. Of course <laughs> he really, he really does think that Saudis took down those towers and not the and not the works of a nine year old <laughs> super genius terrorist who is now first baseman with the New York Mets. Who's <laughs> a big strong man <laughs> hiding in plain sight. Going back to the scene of the crime to live to relive that moment, Pete Alonzo. We're gonna get you one day. Um, you know, if you were a terrorist, a, like a day job as a baseball player would be the best job you can have. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, I mean, yeah, that's it's stepping in the plate. It's stepping in the box. Like, look at him. They all love. They all love me. But if only they knew what I had done. <laughs> Oh man! All right, who we who we gonna fuck tonight? Um, you know, you can always fuck Elon Musk, but uh, yeah, yeah, we can fuck know. Elon. Yeah, we say fuck Elon. So 
should we fuck, fuck Jeff Albert just for, you know, be on brand for just old time's sake? Yep, one last Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, one last Cardinal fans. Fuck Jeff Albert. Fuck Jeff Albert. Goddamn Jeff Albert. Fuck Jeff Albert. <laughs> <laughs>